So as many of you know, I was legally adopted by my aunt and uncle, James and Vicki Marshall, after my mom passed away. She actually put it in her will that if something were to happen to her, I'd go to live with her sister, my aunt Vicki. Every accomplishment I've been able to obtain, every ounce of success I credit the two of them with, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing this podcast or anything else I've been able to accomplish over the, the past couple of years. And honestly, I'm truly inspired by their love story. So it was an honor for me to sit down with them to have this conversation with them. And I think this is one of those things that their grandkids can listen to, their great grands can listen to, and they'll know their love story. Oh, and one more thing. Fatima tells me that when I talk to my parents, um, my southern accent comes out. My parents are from Jackson, Mississippi. So like, I guess that may be a thing. So if it does happen, I do apologize in advance. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is industry friends Love Stuck with my parents, James and Vicki Marshall. Five, four, three, two, one. Dexter Stucky presents Industry, industry friends. friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuck. I'm your host, Dexter Stucky. I'm here with my parents, Mr. James and Vicki Marshall. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm sure this is the first time you guys have been on the podcast, correct? Yes. And the first time that I've interviewed you guys, even though I've asked on multiple occasions. But look, we're here now, right? <laughs> so this concept that I came up with is to tell the engagement story of the process. Like, I feel like a lot of people, men and women, plan such big engagements and then it happens and then it's over with. People are like, oh, let me see the ring. And that's it. Like, nobody really cares about the engagement anymore. And we wanted, Fatima and I want to celebrate our engagement by talking to other couples that we admire about their engagement. But but before we get to that, I just had a couple questions for you guys to kind of get to know you guys a little bit better. Or for my viewers to get to know you guys a little bit better. All right, so the first question, out of the two of you, who takes the longest to get ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, who, is more, who is more likely to get lost when traveling? James. <laughs> Um, who is the softest with the grandkids? Me. And who is your favorite child? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it's me, obviously. Um, so the first thing that we I like to get into with couples is how did you guys meet? Well, I started packing from grade school mm-hmm. when I first laid eyes on him. That's Can you stop? <laughs> is that true? Yeah, that's true. Oh, grade school. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was first seen in grade school, I right then I fell in love with that woman. But as grade school went through junior high, mm-hmm. and I used to pass by a class, we never went to class together, but I used to pass by some of my classrooms just to look in the room, just to see her, just to just to lay my eyes on her. And then we at the junior high, we went to separate high schools, and that's when we kind of lost connection mm-hmm. with one another. And I think it was after my first year of college, and I think it was her first year of college, and we were working at two fast food restaurants. Yes. I was working at Popeye's, and she was working at Wendy's. And one day, I happened to go see one of my closest friends mm-hmm. that works in Wendy's, and uh, he came to the counter, and I was, like, shocked. <laughs> and I, like, you know, I was didn't know what to say or how let the words come out. Did you know she worked at that Wendy's? No, I didn't know okay. she worked at Wendy's. That day, when I first saw her working there, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I told my friend, I said, yo, I said, 
you gotta hook us up. You just gotta hook us up. He said, with who? I said, with her. And he said, Vicky? He said, yeah, Vicky. I said, yeah. He said, all right, all right, I do what I can. At the, at the beginning, she didn't really know who I was. She thought I was someone else. Okay. Another guy named Jane. That she's, she's really being careful. Okay. And then until she finally got to know me, who I was, uh-huh. and then, then she was kind of more relaxed. And from that day, we went out on a date. Where did y'all go? Do you remember? Our first, our first date was at Popeye's. And the fast food I uh-huh. worked at, and my sister, was, uh, she was the manager there, so we went there to eat. And at the first date, because I took it to an OJ's, OJ uh, concert. Uh-huh. And we had a nice time, and we talked. And we, after the concert, we talked and laughed and carried on. But we, we really wasn't there yet, mm-hmm. you know, as we really love each other until one day I was at work and my store caught on fire and everybody ran out the store. The managers and the employees, myself, we ran out the store and they was uh, her and some of her friends were from across the street, you know, they were looking all outside of the uh, store window, mm-hmm. you know. You know, yelling, people get out, get out. But me, I took it upon myself. I ran back in the store. Into Popeye's? And back into Popeye's. I was on fire. Okay. Grabbed the fire extinguisher and started putting the fire out. And so luckily, I got the fire, put it out, and ran back out. And that night, when I went to her house, and I knocked on the door, I let her know that I was coming over. Mm -hmm. She said, okay. I'll be waiting for you when you get here. So I got there, drove in the driveway, walked up the steps, knocked on the door. She came to the door, looking beautiful as ever. And then she told me to come closer, and I did, and she slapped me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say kiss. <laughs> she, she, she slapped me first, and she started crying and screaming to me, don't you ever, don't you ever do that again. And then that, that then... I knew how much and she, she she really cared about me and she how much she uh-huh. loved me and met there. And the following week, I went to the store, went to the jewelry store and bought a ring. Wait, wait, okay, okay. Well, I'll get more into the, the engagement process afterwards. Is this true? What he said? Yes, is that- it is true. But he left out some things that when he actually came to Wendy. He was with someone, which he said was one of his friends. They had been out because he... Oh, wait, a male or a female? Female. Okay. He had been away to college, so he was home on his uh, summer break. So when he approached the counter, he asked to order food and stuff like that. And my friend Wayne said, don't charge him. I said, yes, I'm charging him. And he said, don't charge him. <laughs> So he said, didn't I tell you don't ring their food? I said, well, you better be digging your pocket and get that money out because my <laughs> register ain't coming up short. So but somehow Wayne went and got the manager and deleted their food. So the next morning I went in to work and Wayne was like, Vicky, you know that guy that came in here last night? I said, with them big old ugly glasses on? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. I was, he said, he wants your number. He wants your number. I said, he not getting my number when he with his girlfriend. <laughs> Tell me, nah, that one his girlfriend. That just a friend. They were hanging out. I said, well, you lying. So he was like, um, come on, come on, come on. Get his number. Come on, come on. 
I'm gonna give you his number. So Wayne Arteries was not so much as putting James and I together, but he liked my girlfriend Stacy. So he was trying to date my friend Stacy. So he come up with the idea. So James comes by my house, and finally I met exactly who he was. So mm -hmm. he was like, "Oh, can I take you out?" Or blah blah blah. So I was like, "Yeah, you can take me out." I said, "Well, where are we going?" He said, "Where you want to go?" So I really was trying to, I'm being honest, mm -hmm. I was trying to go to the OJ concert, and I ain't had to buy no tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, I said, well, we can go to the OJ's concert. So he came by the house, we went down and got the tickets, and then we stopped at the mall. We bought matching outfits. I didn't care what we had on. Y'all did matching outfits? We had matching outfits. I never forget. It was the brown, the brown double-bursted. Tan shirt. Uh, tan, a tan shirt with brown pants. And he bought my whole outfit and everything. He wanted us to dress it like. I didn't really care how we dressed <laughs> or what. I just wanted to go see the OJ's concert. Because that didn't stop. Y'all were doing the dressing alike thing for a while. Like, there's a, a bunch of pictures of, of y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he liked it that day. So that Christmas. wasn't you, that was him. That was him. Wow. That's the interesting. Like, <laughs> I always thought that but, was you. Um, the main thing about we went to the concert, we had a good time. We went on several dates, actually, before he proposed to mm -hmm. me. We used to sometimes just go to the park, sit in the park. He would push him in the swing. He would go to my baseball games. So my girlfriend, Stacy family agreed to go out with Wayne. So we did a double date to the movies. And that's, we went to the movies, and that's when we went to go see, I'll never forget, we went to see Family Affair, which y'all probably don't know what that movie is about. And then we went to see Boys in the Hood. You saw Boys in the Hood in the movie theaters? Not Boys in the Hood, I'm sorry. Uh, cornbread, Earl, and Me. Okay. Cornbread, Earl, and, and, and Me, and Cooley High. And the Cornbread thing, um, Lawrence Fishburg is in that movie. He's he's Cornbread or something like that, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. See, then I know my history. To, then we went to go see <laughs> Cooley High, and then we used to, because... At that time, you could go to movies on either Sunday evenings or Monday evenings. Monday evenings for about a dollar fifty. Okay, and this and you guys all this the beginning is Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, you guys are both born. You guys were both born and raised Jackson, Mississippi. Yes, and you guys lived close to each other, right? But you didn't know or something like yeah, one street over. But you didn't know that initially, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, but now if you think about it, the way stuff works, it makes sense because that's why you guys were in the same school together. Yeah, because of that. Now, the engagement process. So, you guys were dating for a little bit. And then the whole situation where you want to be a fireman and save Popeyes happens. You go, you do the ring situation. Yeah. Uh, to the jewelry store, picked up the ring, came back. And she opened the door. And I told her, I love her. <laughs> and then I went down on my knee and she stepped back. And she grabbed herself and like started about start getting emotional, uh -huh. started crying, and then I asked her. I didn't say yes, Redine. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say yes, Redine. I did not. Wait, did so he not. was on his knee with he the was, ring. He and had a ring and everything, and flowers and candy because actually he proposed to me like the twenty. It was around just before Christmas. So I was on that impression, okay, he's just trying to do this this Christmas, so you have to buy somebody something for Christmas. You thought he was proposing to you so you can buy him a Christmas gift? Yes, being honest. 
girl. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't know I loved him, but I didn't think we was at that point. Because, okay. being honest, we haven't, we only started, we, we went on our first date, like, date in May. Like, in May. So you talking about from May to December? You telling me you want to marry me? <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, you, people say when you know, you know. Right, right. But being honest, James and I, we dated like a year and a, and some months because we we started dating around in May and we was married July second of the next okay. year. <laughs> wow, at thirty eight years, so, you guys have been married for thirty eight years now. Yes. Yeah, so. so what? I didn't say yes until after Christmas. Okay. But I still bought him something for Christmas. I still bought him something for Christmas. Matter of fact, I bought you a leather jacket, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's the least you can do since he bought you a ring, you know? <laughs> no, he was showering me with gifts all the time. I'm just saying, like you said, I bought him a Christmas gift. That's the least that you could do. He yes. proposed to you. What did you, when she when you she said? I guess oh, I don't know or like I'm at the time to think about this. What was your like? What was your and you're going through your mind at that point? Well, she, she never did say she didn't know, but she was just at, at the moment she was just speechless. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, okay, I just take it. I'm not gonna take it as a no, but now I'm proposing to you, and when you you feel like you're ready, just let me know. If I took my ring back home, I promise you I'm not calling you again. <laughs> like, it is a done deal. Well, I mean, I just felt like that. I didn't know. I yeah. know it was in December, so I just felt like we ain't even been dating from May to December. We getting to know each other. And I met his mom. Mm-hmm. I met his family. And he was always at my house. He was always at my house. My sister used to always... Um, was using him too. We were both using him. I ain't gonna tell no lie. We was getting free food, uh, free car rides, <laughs> money. My brother and them too. And then we used to always go to skating on Sunday. So there was an opportunity to go to the skating rink. Because my mom worked at night, so she never let us use her car that much. But he had a Oh, car. like you. Sounds like you. You might be. Because <laughs> you didn't let us use your car. <laughs> and then I found and bought me a car, so then I ain't have to be texting him to take us here and take us there. But uh, overall, he he the same guy he is now. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy he is now. So when you decided, like, okay, you know what, this is something that I want to do. Like, how, what was that conversation like? After Christmas, just before New, we went to a New Year's dance or something, right? I think it was. I think it was a New Year's dance or something we had went to because. Yeah, we did go to a New Year's dance, and we was on the dance floor, and I remember being, and we, the slow record came on or something, and then I just whispered into out. He said, I said, I do love you. I truly do love you. And yes, if you still want to marry me, yes. <laughs> okay, and then what? Like, he, you said, if you still want to marry me, yes, and then obviously he was like, I do? He said, yes. He said, yes, I do. So... Uh, that night, he put the ring on my finger. So you just had the ring walking around with it? No, I, I took the ring back home. But I'm saying, like, when she said it that night, like, like what did you do with the ring when she said, like... He kept it in his glove compartment. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he had it in his glove box. Okay. Okay. And then after that, you guys did the whole, like, wedding planning process and everything like that. 
We didn't really do a whole lot of wedding planning. Like more of a simple wedding. It mm -hmm. was a simple mm -hmm. wedding. Actually, it was supposed to have been a church wedding, but it was someone else had that date book. And the reason that we selected July the 2nd, because that's the, the same time we had um, went somewhere, and I think that's when he was more in love with me that particular. We had a little picnic, and it was at Grove Park or somewhere. Yeah, because that's leading up to the 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. And that's when I met his dad and his family. They had a family cookout. And he, we just decided to do July 2nd. Okay. So that was the purpose of having the wedding July 2nd. Okay. And then, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say this because, you know, your mom, she ain't make it easy for me. I could tell. Because I had to earn her love. Her love, her trust, I had to and apparently her family too. I just know why. Oh yes, especially one of our aunts. Oh, it was like two for nail for her. But the rest of them, it was, it was nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. The rest of them aunts, and uncles. I got along good with uncles. This is just one aunt. She's mm -hmm. for some reason she just didn't like me. I, I think I can guess which one it was, but I I guess I won't say it in case she's listening. No, mm -hmm. it was Miss Louise, Uncle Bob's wife, and only reason that because I used to date. Her nephew, and they had hopes. Wait, that you dated? Oh, okay, never mind. I was thinking some Mississippi stuff. I'm like, wait a second, but I get it. That so she's through marriage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the only reason she was just saying we weren't gonna be married a year because she just thought me and her nephew was gonna spend together. Ain't that something? I know. Thirty eight years. Yes. <laughs> now, um, I, I always kind of close these shows with asking for advice. So if you guys could give couples at any aspect of their life, like some a piece of advice, what would you guys say? Communication. Mm -hmm. I just found out, and I can remember James and I did lose that communication um, at one point in our life. But I found out if you can communicate, because everybody's not going to be right. You're not going to always be right. And sometimes if you can listen to each other and listen to what they have to say, opposed to just thinking you have to be the one that always forefront the, you know, correct way to do things. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing is to be able to communicate with each other and listen to each other. Because sometimes you can be talking, but you can talk over someone and no one is listening. Mm -hmm. And that makes things better. But I just think, Marriage is beautiful. I think marriage is beautiful. It's good to get up in the morning and have a partner to get up with or to go to bed with. And I don't think no one was made to be alone. Young couples that get married, put God first. Have God in your life. And like I said, yes, me and my wife, we had problems back in our marriage. But like, I went to God and I asked him when me and my wife was having problems, and I asked God, show me a way how to correct this. Mm -hmm. How to build that foundation back to where it used to be. And like I said, the words that, that he spoke to me is to go back when you started. Mm -hmm. Start back to doing the things that you start when y'all first met. Because I, you know, I lost touch, you know, going out, taking her out mm -hmm. to movies, to taking her out to dinner, you know, not sitting with each other, yeah. you know, discussing 
how we should do certain things. It's just like we lost touch of it. Yeah, because for a while, I would be like, oh, let's go to the movies. And you guys would be like, ah, <laughs> I don't do movies. Yeah. So and, and I think you guys do do a lot of that stuff now. So I, I think it's it's good to give advice, and then it's good to know that a person is giving you advice that you've seen them actually follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, and, and from that point on, and that's something that we started really doing. We yeah. started spending more time with each other. We hang out more with each other. You know, like I said, when I get out from work, I come home and find out what she wants, what her plans are, mm-hmm. and then let her know what my plans are, and we, we do them together. And another thing, uh, never forget to tell your spouse or your partner that you love them because a lot of times they take that we take that for granted. Oh, they know I love them. Mm-hmm. No, let them know every day that you do love them. Even if you gotta text them love signs or some kind of I love you, because you can take that for granted that they know, but it's better to hear it. Yeah. That's that's pretty much what I do. Every morning before I leave this house, go to work, I give her a kiss. Every night I come home from work before I go to bed, I give her a kiss, and I always text her at least about twice, twice a day, you know, telling her I love her. And then sometimes when she I see her walking through the door from my cam, off my phone, <laughs> I, I, I mess with her as she walking through the door. <laughs> and like I said, you you always want to keep that fire going. Yeah. You know, say things that make your Make your spouse, you know, smile and laugh. And, you know, I mean, as long as you're doing that, you're doing, you're doing your job. Okay. Thank you guys for doing the show. Like, I, I really didn't think y'all would do it. So I'm really happy you did it. I learned a lot. And I'm really happy that you guys have this. I, like I said before, this is something that people don't talk about a lot. You don't really have these stories. And now this is something that lives in, like, not only do you can you guys hear it and your kids, but your grandkids and great-grandkids and so forth and so on. One more thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care whatever you and your mate get into, what kind of argument, what kind of dispute y'all might have, never go to bed mad, mad at each, each other. other. You guys have said that before, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you slob it before you get in that bed. So, so no sleeping on the couch type of situation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys again for coming on today. This has been another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuck. Hey, guys. Industry Friends is now on Instagram at Industry Friends. So after you rate the show, subscribe to the show, repost the show, review the show, and tell your friends about it, follow us on Instagram at Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Industry Friends.